2: Whatever the fetishes of the serial killer, that's the crucial thing. It's their fetishes that feed how they kill.
3: For the very first time, the greatest minds in criminology have come together to dissect the psyches of some of the world's most prolific serial killers. These forensic psychiatrists, psychologists and pathologists have an incredible depth of knowledge and often first-hand insight into these killers, helping us to understand what makes a monster. The following interview with Dr Richard Shepard was recorded in August 2019 for Crime and Investigation's TV series Making a Monster. Dr Shepard's career has seen him involved in disasters from the Hungerford shootings to the Bali bombings and in high-profile cases such as the serial killer Harold Shipman and the murder of Stephen Lawrence. Here, Dr Shepard discusses his career as one of the UK's most distinguished forensic pathologists. Warning, the subjects covered in this podcast are of a sensitive nature. Listener discretion advised.
2: I've spent all of my career working as a forensic pathologist. I worked initially in London, uh, and then on the Isle of Man, and then back in the north of England, performing post-mortems on sudden natural deaths, traumatic deaths, and particularly on suspicious and homicide deaths. I can't actually remember my first homicide. The first big homicide that really I remember is the Hungerford Massacre back in 1987. In those days, we didn't have a call, it was a, f- it was a bleep. Uh, and so the bleep went off as I was driving home from the office that day. Uh, and I answered the bleep when I got home and it was a call from Thames Valley Police to say there'd been a mass killing out in Hungerford and could I get there as soon as possible? But the scene was very eerie, that the whole town was shut down, There was no one moving around. Not even a dog actually was moving around the streets. They were completely empty. And scattered around the town were various cars in crashed into walls, crashed into lampposts. And in each car was a a dead body. So it was very eerie and spooky. Uh, And then we went to actually buy the house of Michael Ryan, which he'd set on fire. So that was still burning and smoldering. And outside that house, there were three dead neighbors, a dead policeman, two other people dead in cars and on the ground beside him. Interestingly, the high-profile cases are not always the most interesting cases, but high-profile, I worked on the review of uh, the death of Princess Diana and Dodi Al-Fayed. I've worked on the death of uh, David Kelly, the government scientist who was found dead near his home. Uh, I've worked on 9-11, on the Bali bombings, on the Clapham train crash, on the Marchioness disaster on the Thames, uh, and the role, in a sense, just goes on and on. Once I arrive at the scene, the first thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna get a briefing from the senior officer that's present, so they're gonna tell me what they know up to that point and of course we all understand that it may well change significantly after that period as they get more information but I'm briefed up to that point and then I'll then have a discussion with the crime scene manager to work out how we approach the body how we pass through the scene with causing least disturbance and then form a plan of what it is I need to do in terms of examination, in terms of evidence recovery, and then we follow that track. Now, uh, of course, we're all dressed in the white Tylex suits with masks and gloves to prevent spread of DNA. When I first started, it was just put your hands in your pockets and don't leave any fingerprints. When I'm attending the murder scene, it, it is the first small step in my examination. My main examination is always performed in a mortuary that is lit, is forensically clean, and that's the most important place when I attend a scene. it, is very much the first step. An assessment of what's there, how are we going to manage this body so that it is not going to lose forensic evidence, it's not going to be contaminated by anything that we do en route to the mortuary. The examination is, is, is a major part of a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, we have the scene examination, which I will have been to. Then we have the post-mortem examination. Then we have further information that comes together. The post-mortem will give me a huge amount of information, most probably into the cause of death, the type of death. You know, Is it a stabbing, a shooting, or a beating? You know, are there natural causes that may have played a part? Has this person got something unusual happening that may have made them more susceptible to dying? at that time. And then I will do microscopic examinations of the organs, we'll wait for toxicology, we'll wait for bacteriology, maybe we'll wait for entomology, we'll be looking at the flies, the flies' eggs, the maggots, all of these things feed in together to me, and then I begin to put a jigsaw together to understand how the person died when within broad parameters they died, but also understanding what went on in the scene. Were they chased around the scene? Was it a sudden blitz attack that killed them stone dead at that point that they came in contact with the murderer? I want to have that understanding. So the pathologist is much, much more than just stab wound to the chest. It is understanding the whole thing so that I can give that information to the police, to the courts, but also to an extent to the family so that they can understand what happened to their loved ones. Hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds.
2: Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically
0: violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
2: are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free that's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
0: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right?
2: May be a little tenuous, but often you're looking wider than just the pathology. So you may be looking at the site of the killing: is it woodland? Is it urban? Is it rural? Is it inside? Is it outside? Those things are important. What has the person done in their behaviour? Have they broken in? Have they accosted them just out of the blue in a park somewhere? And then we're looking for the patterns of injuries. The injuries will be the same, but shifting and changing as the person, as their fetishes alter. And we're looking for all of those things to weave together, to understand what's going on. Serial murders become more and more interesting as you go down the chain, because the first case you deal with, you don't know it's a serial murderer. And then as the second case comes in and you begin to see similarities, and then the third case, and then maybe the fourth case. And what I'm looking for is when you realise there is a serial murderer out there committing these murders, I'm looking for the progression, the changes, the things that have altered between case one and case two, case two and case three, case one and case three. I'm looking for that progression, Uh, I would say maturation, but it is a change in their modus operandi. And it might then give me a clue, what's feeding their fetishes? What is it that they're really trying to achieve in these killings?
3: Through his examination of over 23,000 bodies, Dr Shepard can provide a profound insight into the minds of serial killers by interpreting their horrific actions. This work has taken a great mental toll, leaving him, after one case, with post-traumatic stress disorder. But despite the negative aspects, he still finds his work as a forensic pathologist deeply rewarding. The post-mortem examinations he conducts are a big piece in the jigsaw in understanding the truth of what happened and can ultimately give closure to the relatives of the deceased.
2: I see my job as searching for facts and the truth and then being able to convey that information to the investigating officers, hopefully to a court, and also to the family, so that they too will understand separately and quietly exactly what's gone on. And that's the crucial thing, it's the finding that information and passing it on. There's a separation between victim and assailant. If you're strangling someone, you are really close very, very much up close, seeing, feeling, hearing, sensing everything that's happening to that person as they're dying. If it's stabbing, you're a little bit more separated. You have to be close to inflict the injuries, but then you can step away as the person is dying. Shooting can be very close range, of course, or it can be at a distance. And so there's, there is whatever tweaks the fetishes of the serial killer, that's the, that's the crucial thing. It's not logical... It's their fetishes that feed how they kill. It always amazes me how the human body is so incredibly well organised and put together to do the job that we're required to do. So that's a fascination. The complications come in some of the more bizarre causes of death. Why, Why someone has died naturally age 26 or 27 years old, why perfectly fit and healthy, why have they collapsed and died, that's a a key question. Why someone who's received a relatively minor blow to the head has collapsed and died with a severe bleed on the brain? What was the mechanism that caused that? It's understanding all these complexities that's wonderful. The cases I like best are the ones where you really have to think. A a domestic stabbing with a single stab wound to the chest is critically important for that family and for the local community. But forensically it's not complex. The ones I like are the forensically complex ones where things like serial murders, where you're looking for the minutiae and making sure you do see the wood for the trees because that's what our job is. I thought I was relatively immune to that sort of pressure doing the job until uh, a couple of years ago when I really began to have flashbacks of cases difficulty in sleeping and in fact it led finally to an episode of very acute uh, anxiety and depression which required treatment from my GP and from a therapist so yes these things although you think you can compartmentalize them they still got through to me certainly.
3: Coming up in the next episode of Making a Monster, The Tapes, Dr. Richard Rappaport on his interviews with John Wayne Gacy. And for a deeper understanding of how the serial killers featured in this series came to be, watch Making a Monster, the TV show, Mondays at 9pm. Search for Crime and Investigation on social media or post using hashtag Making a Monster to send us your thoughts on the series. You can also leave a rating and review on your podcast app to help spread the word. And visit crimeandinvestigation.co.uk for some great clips, articles, competitions, podcasts and more. Making a Monster, the Tapes features interviews recorded by Monster Films for the Crime and Investigation TV series and was voiced by me, Cherry Healy,
0: Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free that's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads
1: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus